Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Not St. Charles, Missouri. No, no, no. St. Charles, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Missouri. It's Missouri. It's only second in terms of worst places to Canada. What? Oh my well, I, you know what? I'm not. I'm not going with you on Missouri's this one. Nope. You are on your own. Oh my god! I was born there, so I can say whatever I want. You were born in Missouri. Mm-hmm. I didn't St. know that. Louis. I was born in St. Louis. I didn't know that. Got the heck out of there right away. Right as, yep. as soon as possible. Like you, sure you, were like, you sure they didn't mean like get out? It wasn't one of those situations. Like Thorn family out. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We had to get out of there though. It wasn't. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. See, I like that. You had to. Yeah, get we out. had to get by the flea. Yeah. We came up to moved up to West Chicago. Yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like West Chicago. That's good. I lived in West Chicago for years. Mm, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right off Washington. Oh, we were on Lincoln. Oh, mm. nice. Right must have the, been. Must have been nice. Yeah. We were up by the General Mills plant. Yeah. 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 So was I. I, I was know. down the road from General Mills, Washington. That one. That that shack there next to the uh, train tracks. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah. Yeah. That one right there. That's right there. Yeah. That yeah. was our house. We yeah. upstairs. Yeah. We didn't have the whole house. We had no. the upstairs. Oh my. How the turntables have yeah. turned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my spot. <laughs> I remember the older couple downstairs, the lady was so sweet. She would always make us cookies. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she was very nice. My favorite memory from living there, just until I was seven, but when I was um, six, that's when my parents started to allow me to walk uh, from the mile and a half from our house to Bowling Green. Oh. Yep. Okay. Just, yep. It was the seventies, no, no. so I could just I could yep. walk yep, yep, yep. down that, to the school. That's a way. Down to the school, hit the tracks, yep. and then take the tracks down to thirty-eight, yep. and then take right into the. And everybody was smoking in there and drinking, and yep. I would go play one of the video games. Parents were like, "Yeah, go ahead. You're fine." Yeah, yeah. My dad would always <laughs> send me down to uh, walk down to Uncle Ray's, the junkyard dog. Yeah, yeah. That one. That was. <laughs> gosh, that guy was so. <laughs> Scuzzy, I just—he's uh, down in Jamaica now. Yeah, he's living—he's living mm. life down. In living Jamaica. his best life now in Jamaica. Yeah, nice. he lived uh, at the junkyard in the back there. Mm. It's my dad's childhood friend. Yeah, I like West Chicago. We got some friends that live there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, yep. It's gotten—it's gotten a lot better over the years. Yeah, my uh, my neighborhood got a lot worse. It was like—I um, guess I should say my house got a lot worse because once we moved out of that house, other people moved in and it—it it fell apart. Like they didn't take care of it. Yeah. And then, uh, but now, yeah, it's starting to bounce back. Mm. A lot of good things happening there. You, yep. hey, listen, if, you, if you're looking to move up to uh, Chicago land and you want to be close to the JOFO, West Chicago is affordable. Is affordable. Is affordable. And affordable. in the next 10, 20 years, it's... Uh, it's on the up and up. Yeah. That's yep, a good yep, place yep, to invest. Yep. Yeah. In, in, in 10, 20 years, it's going to be where Batavia is now. Or was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. <laughs> so you, like, listen, um, I know we're not going to get into it. I don't mm-hmm. even know what's going on. Yesterday wasn't a great day for you. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't a good day. It was day. a tough day. It was a tough day. Uh, thank I'm, you for I bringing was, it up. I was texting you, and like, yep. you weren't getting back, and I'm like, oh, no. something's going on. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, in the afternoon, I retexted. Mm-hmm. you know? I doubled down. You doubled down on the text. And yeah. you're like, yeah, man, sorry. It's not a, it's been, it's been a rough day. It's a long day. It was a long day. Yeah, it was, sorry. it was good. Yeah. I was praying for you. I, I, prayers appreciated. Good. They were heard. Mm, they right. were heard. Prayer of a righteous man. Yes. Availeth yes. much. You know what? The mm-hmm. Lord answered those prayers. Boom so shakalaka. Boom goes the prayer dynamite. 
I, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I should don't I not that, no. boast in my prayers? No, you should okay. not be yeah. boasting in your prayers or in your power. Yeah, don't have much. Nope, nope. But so no, what, no, appreciate it. Then today, any better? Yeah, it was fine. It was good. Right. Yeah, so far. So it's Friday when we're recording this, and we just um, got done with the sermon. Well, yeah, there you go. No, it's not going well. Yeah, Jim had to spend time with me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I that's the part I'm okay with. Yeah. The part I'm not okay with is the fact that uh, we can't get these files to transfer over to you like they should. Yeah, because of Greg Earl, the lawyer calling in the middle of me trying to transfer and interrupting the signal. I think that's what it was. I, well, hold on. Then I went, you know, airplane mode, and it still didn't work. Yeah, I still blame Greg. Yeah, you're going to blame him for it? Mm-hmm. It wasn't his fault. Yeah, it definitely was. No, no, I don't this think so. This is our time, Greg. Don't try and horn in. No, no. I'm heading over there after this. Yeah, I know. You're always over there. No, I'm going to go do my emails. I got to go emails, get some work done. I'm going to smoke in his office. Yeah, nice. You going to smoke those Cubans? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right over there. I might. Well, I'll do one maybe. Yeah, try the little one. Probably. Yeah, I, I haven't been. I, you know what? I I will say quarantine has been. I've increased. Yeah, I've increased my my usage during well, yeah. quarantine. You're at home. Yeah, and I want to get out of home, and I'm like, I, I'm gonna go smoke a cigar. Like the one thing Michelle won't allow me at the house to do. So I'm mm. like, I have to leave now. I have to leave. Allow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm okay. fine with that word. No, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's you know, not a problem. I, I understand. No, yeah. Some uh, we're, husbands are called to serve their wives and to love their wives. And to know. be in subjection to them? Because that's, that's how you're it. describing no, it. You're describing no, no. allow. She rules over you. She's your lead pastor at home. Okay. No, no. Got it. No, that's what you're oh, saying. Oh, is this, is you're this submitting the conversation to your you have with Jen? Is this the conversation you have with Jen when Jen's like, hey, Joe, please quit well, smoking? first of all, and we don't. Like, and you're like, no, I cannot be in. I, I will not listen to your authority because of that. I'm going to smoke four or five times now. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, first of all, we don't have conversations. I talk, she listens. Secondly, um, <laughs> uh, I can't recognize her authority because I'm the only one that has authority. That's, oh. you know, that's how I think it should work. Okay, okay. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go ahead and deal with uh, yeah. the repercussions. She doesn't listen anyway, so I'm not no, going to get in but, trouble. Uh, let's see. How many of the ladies at Redeemer do? Yeah. So Jennifer Mon. Yeah. Krista McDonough. Oh, those Alice two ladies. Earl. Oh, these are the worst. Yeah. Oh, those ladies. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and let Jen yeah. Thorne know. My wife don't listen either, so she ain't going to say nothing. Nah. I don't, uh, I know not to mess with Jen. Yeah, she's getting strong. She's, uh, she's, uh, she's getting strong. Yeah, it's a little scary. You know what? Why don't we, why don't we jump into the 1689? Finally. So I don't say anything else <laughs> that'll get me in trouble about my wife. All right, let's do it. And, uh, are we going to try and do two paragraphs? I think so. Let's do 13 and 14. All right, cool. All right, paragraph 13. 13. No church members upon any offense taken by them, having performed their duty required of them towards the person they are offended at, ought to disturb any church order or absent themselves from the assemblies of the church or administration of any ordinances upon the account of such offense at any of their fellow members, but to wait upon Christ in the further proceeding of the church. Hmm. Hmm. Some people get have problems. Yeah. Some people, sometimes there's conflict in the church. That's right. You know why? Why? Because you're a sinner. Yeah, because we're all sinners. And mm-hmm. the, when you gather a church, you are gathering together. Yeah, they're saints, but they but sinners they, too. Yeah, saints and sinners. We uh, we are going to hurt each other's feelings. Yeah, we're going to do something rude, say something bad. Yeah, even the leadership of the church is going to sometimes say false things about their wives on the podcast, yeah, and so- then you have to be held accountable for it. <laughs> sometimes talk about regular attenders and mm-hmm. and talk about them in a, in a poor way. Some sometimes they might say fire the white pastor. I don't know who said that. Oh, you know you said that. I don't you know who said that. Issue apologies. I don't remember. 
I don't remember such things. Uh-huh. Though our longtime Dwayne, listeners do. Though Dwayne over at the bar and I laugh about that probably once a quarter. Yeah, <laughs> once a quarter, once every maybe twice a year that comes up. Well, at least um, once a year. So it, it's interesting, right? No church members, upon any offense taken by them, it, it assumes that this is going to happen. Like, yeah. this isn't a surprise. And I, I, it shouldn't be. And I guess, I, I think for us, maybe it could be because this is a very peaceful church. Yeah. Uh, there's, we haven't had controversy or a split. Like, we haven't Mm-mm. had anything like that. So, um, it, it may be a bit of a surprise when you realize, like, oh, that's a person just really hurt my feelings. But that's, it should be expected to a degree. It's, it's not that it's okay. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. And so it's how then do you react once it comes up, right? And I think, um, Often, and obviously that's why the 1689 talked about it, some people just like to flee. They just say, you know what? Yep. I'm not going to work this out. I'm out. I'm done. They are all just poor believers. And yeah. so I need to go find the, 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 a true church that follows the true religion. Who won't hurt me. Who won't hurt me. Ever. Or they will just go along with what I'm thinking because, you know, sometimes people are hurt because... You know, we disagree with their positions. Yeah, yeah. In that case, I think the correct term is they are uh, butthurt. I think is yeah, that the is that is that the technically technical Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Is that the technical definition? If you're going to focus on technicity, you know, then uh, yeah. I, I I don't. Yep, you won. Don't question me on my imaginary words. Yeah, no, no, you won. I couldn't do another better. I like this because it kind of it runs through a few things, right? Mm-hmm. So first of all, if there's an offense and you have performed the duty required of you toward the person that you were offended at, which is what Matthew 18, go and talk to him. Hey, man, I don't like what you did. That yeah. hurt my feelings. That yeah. was rude. Yep. That was uh, that was uncalled for. People have said that to me. I've had to say it to people. Jimmy and I said it each other in very accusatory tones, and. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cool, dude. <laughs> or, or how about the, yeah, or sometimes Joe. Joe is known as like a blame shifter and a uh, uh, victim blamer. Oh, you're talking about I'm a blame absorber. I'm always oh, saying I'm sorry. No, yeah. no. It takes you a Give me while. one example where I blame shift. Blame shift? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Because well, um, I don't think this is very fair. I think you're assassinating my character right no, now. Do I really? I don't keep account. I don't sit there no, and write things all down. That's convenient. What do you mean that's convenient? It's you're biblical. propping yourself it's up biblical. as a person that doesn't keep account while you're telling me that I'm doing wrong. So you must have some sort of accounting in your head to say that. It's mm-hmm. happened. It's yeah. happened. And you know. I'm not a blame shifter. I take the blame. I have to take the blame. No, I'm talking about between us. I'm oh, yeah. Well, no, you. that's different. No, between no, you and me. Between course, you and I. Yeah, I'm not talking blame. about you I'll and the congregation. You. I've never heard you once blame. Listen, uh, I can have blood on my hands holding a smoking gun, and I will say Jimmy did this. <laughs> I will, <laughs> like This was Jimmy's fault. And our experience with the police uh, tell me that they will go with you. They will go with me every time. So I like this, right? You're, there is a duty required of us when we are offended at somebody, and so we got to go seek reconciliation. Yep. If we've offended, we say, we're sorry. If they've offended, we say, hey, this is wrong. You know, yep, what can we yep. do? about it and if you've done that then you shouldn't be doing these other things right like this is expected of you that you would seek reconciliation and not disturb any church order mm. what do we make oh, this, okay. is, this, is baptist, baptist, this is a baptist thing right there oh that's definitely a baptist thing. okay I, people say i got i want to say something right now <laughs> i want to say something <laughs> i got something to say point of order hey brother brother joe Mm-hmm. That's what they call me down in Kentucky, Brother Joe, not Pastor. Yeah. Brother that was, Joe, that was too highfalutin. Uh, uh, Brother Joe, um, yeah, I got, I got something I want to say. Like, oh my, well, mm-hmm. okay then, what's going to happen? Yeah, right well, now? what is it that you want to say? The order is already coming apart. How bad is this going to get? Um, you're not to disturb the order of the assembly with your beef. Um, 
or what you were talking about as well, like absent themselves from the assembly. Cause that's just an easy thing to do. That's an easy thing to do just to leave. I'm out. Yeah. You guys are, you know, and sometimes you have to leave. We've talked about that. Yeah. I won't link to that in the show notes. It's easier to just say it that way from hey, now you on. Might as well, hey, you know, you I'm might, not going to link to that. You might as well, because every time you say it, not I call every you time. Out. Just this last okay, one. Okay, that, that last one I did. <laughs> I did mess that one. All right. And multiples before uh, that. Many others, but not all. Yes. It, Thank you. Know, you. I'm Technicity. Right. Technicity, everybody. <laughs> We're very proud of you, Joe. <laughs> We're very proud of you and your technicity. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's that's a... That's a, it's a, it's a move a lot of us make, right? Now, I know, like, how would you disturb the order? Like, well, it depends on your church. Most of us probably wouldn't do that. But, uh, but I've known of people to, to do that. In fact, I knew of a guy, um, you know, a good guy, but, you know, he wanted to raise a question at a large church in the area. I won't say which one it was, but it was Christ Community. And, um, <laughs> you know, he had a problem with something that was going on among leadership, yeah, and he yeah. wanted to raise a point of order. What year service. was this? A couple of years ago. Oh, gotcha. And uh, they were like, no, man, that's not how it works. You can't just, can't just do that. And maybe there's a sense in which you think like you don't really have other recourse, but you're, if, if you're going to a church that doesn't actually have meetings where members are allowed to speak, you're probably going to the wrong church anyways. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know how you do it with a church that size though, too. Right. Again, I'm yep. now like the, the administrator in me is like trying to think through how do you process all that? But anyways, but you're right though. If there's not an, there's not an avenue and there's not an opportunity uh, for dialogue, then, that should be a red flag. And it even says, like, don't don't absent yourself from the assembly or from the administration of the ordinances. Mm. So partake. Yeah. You're, like, this is an opportunity. If you need to repent, like, whenever, whenever we, we fence the table. We and tell what, people, and what do you mean by fencing the table? For Steve McCoy. Yeah, because I know he won't understand that. Um, we talk about fencing the table when we observe the Lord's Supper. Right? You fence the table, meaning that you you basically put up a, a guardrail that mm, warns people yes. who aren't ready to take the Lord's Now, is supper. it wooden or is it metal? Oh, we used uh, the chain link fence, but Perfect. not the rubberized kind. Oh. No, like the old school, just gotcha. the steel right. chain and link. Have, and we got the barbed wire on the top, though. But not razor wire. That's too expensive. That's too expensive. Yeah. 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 West Chicago. West fence. Chicago. The fences fence. that were in my neighborhood. Back that's, then. I that's know what it was. I know chain what link fences. About. We all had We chain. couldn't afford it. Yeah. No, that's. <laughs> We couldn't yeah. afford it at that house. My, my, my. <laughs> All the dirt tables. Jimmy has now now has a Trumpian wall around his property. Oh, speaking of which. Yeah. Speaking of Oh, please which, tell me. Please tell me. Something came in the mail, Joey. <laughs> something came in the mail for Fofo Fowler. Did it really? Yes, it did. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. And so Michelle said, they go, what is this? So you got something in the mail to Fofo Fowler. Yes. Mm, what was it? Tell everybody what it was. We haven't talked about this. I'm so excited. It might have been a flag, a Trump 2020 Make America Great Again flag. <laughs> was it blue and did it have the big Trump thing on it? Yes. Oh my gosh. Take a picture. I want to see it. I will send give you the photo. Oh, but I looked and I was like, I didn't even want to give you the satisfaction. Yeah. I was like, I'm not even going to send him a photo uh, yet. I didn't think it had come. Oh, oh no, so it did. Did you find the big stone I put in your yard yet? You better not have, for real. I didn't find it. I'm really hoping you didn't. Man, it's a good month for you. Like a great month, huh? Happy Corona. Well, some of us might be absenting from the assembly. Yeah, well, we, yeah, we all are right now. Genius. Oh, man. So anyways, come on. So when you fence a table, you're basically saying you're not supposed to come. You shouldn't come to this. And yeah. one is if you're not a believer in, in Christ. Yep. Other people would say, well, if you um, have not been baptized by immersion, a lot of Baptists say you shouldn't come. We yep. don't take that position. If you're a Presbyterian and open sprinkled, you're still welcome to come. 
And then other people would say, you can't come if you're not a member of this particular church, which is like a really close communion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't do that either. But we, we fence it from, from you know the right people. If you're not a believer, you shouldn't be coming. And if you are not repenting of your sin yep. right now, then you shouldn't do it. Um, but we, at that point, say, but this is an opportunity to repent. Yes. Like there's, yes. there's no reason to not do it because you can repent now and come forward. So, um, yeah, don't use this as an excuse to distance yourself from the corporate worship, from the administration of the ordinances, mm-hmm. because you are offended at a fellow member of the church. But instead, we're supposed to wait. It says, wait upon Christ. Wait for what? What, what are we... What are we waiting for? Are we wait, I, I, waiting for resolution? Waiting, waiting for this reconciliation? Yeah, I think so. I think that you know that you have to be patient, and ultimately, it's God who works in the hearts of men and women, right? Uh, Christ is going to build His church, and uh, once we've done our part, you know, like Keith Green used to say, "Who? Keith Green? Who's that? Famous musical." I, I honestly, who are you oh, talking about? Oh, man, I'm going to introduce you to Keith Green. Okay. All right. Well, Keith Green had a line. He was a little cheesy. He was a little, he was a little cheesy. Was 70, Christian stuff? Oh, yeah. 70s and 80s. Very prophetic kind of guy. But um, I, I love, even when he gets cheesy, he's so sincere, you know? I got I to gotta love it. But he, 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 here, here's, here's a line. Just keep doing your best and pray that it's blessed. And Jesus takes care of the rest. Oh, yeah, oh. you missed the opportunity. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's... Um, I uh, uh, Okay, that's a bad one. He's got some other good songs, like A Sleep in the Light. That's a good one. Good. Okay. No, okay, I'm okay. going to send you some stuff. No, no, please don't. You don't have to. So I'm okay. We wait upon Christ to do what only he can do for the further proceeding of the church, for the growth, the benefit, the success, the perseverance of the church, right? Yep, absolutely. Right. What about paragraph 14? Paragraph 14 says this, as each church and all the members of it are bound to pray continually for the good and prosperity of all the churches of Christ in all places and upon all occasions to further everyone within the bounds of their places and callings in the exercise of their gifts and graces. So the churches, when planted by the providence of God, so as they may enjoy opportunity and advantage for it, ought to hold communion among themselves for their peace, increase of love, and mutual edification." Very well read, Jimmy. Thank you. There's a lot going on during your reading of that here at the at the desk, but mm. um, you read it very well. And it's a great paragraph because talk about unity, right? Yeah. Talk about this uh, this brotherhood and sisterhood that oh, we the have. the traveling pants, yes. Uh, no, that's not. That's know, not it? That's I don't not know the what that pants. means. Oh, oh you're going to pretend you don't, you never heard of that? Nope. Never? I don't know ever. what you're talking about. No. Nope. All right. What are traveling pants? Does, I mean, is that, is that what you? That's what you wear on the. You fly on the plane. You wear your traveling pants. First is that all, what it is? I do. I know have you have. Yeah, you, pants. yeah. You, you have do know that's pants. true. You yes. have at least a, a pair. Come on. Okay, there's okay. three. It depends yeah, on the shoes mm, and the occasion. Yeah, I was gonna say you got because Jimmy has to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. So I want to be comfortable, but it depends. Am I is my meeting right after? Like, am I showing right. up again? Someone's gonna pick me up, so I gotta dress a certain way. Uh-huh. Am I gonna have an opportunity? There's lots of there's lots of different. Yeah. Well, listen, um, I have traveling pants, too. It's uh, one of the two pair of jeans that I own. Oh, one of the two. I own two pair of jeans. That's it? Mm-hmm. Is, uh, you got the gray? Oh, well, the, those have holes in the crotch now. I can't wear them anymore. Jen oh, says your those grays are gone. Are gone. Yeah, I like those. Oh, you so, used to wear that all the mm-hmm. time. So, no, I have two pairs of jeans, and uh, I basically wear one for a whole week, and then I wash them, or Jen washes them, and then I put on the other pair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't have traveling pants. I'm sorry that you don't have traveling pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't travel that much. If I did, maybe I'd have some traveling pants. That's right. Exactly. I think I would just wear board shorts. Oh, yeah, it's not to show off my no. legs. I know how much I love shorts. <laughs> goodness no, goodness no. All right, Joe, let's let, let's keep going with you. What are we talking about here? We're talking about unity, right? Yeah. So as each church and all the members of it are bound to pray continually for the good and prosperity of all churches of Christ for certain ends. So we, there's not a lot of this going on. I don't feel like this is a common practice for most of our churches. Yeah, praying for other churches yeah. and, and praying for other believers. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I, I've been in other churches where it's kind of, it's part of the liturgy, yeah, right? Yeah, I love uh, that. Uh, prayers for the people or prayers of the people. I think they, 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 well, I've heard, I've heard can you both think ways. Of, what church do you think of that you know does that on the regular every Sunday? That I know of? Mm-hmm. Uh, Aerosmith Baptist Church in Port Alberti. Aerosmith. I just think that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they do it. You know who else does it? Uh, Jericho Road Church in Port Alberti. Those are the churches I was part of. Okay. All right. <laughs> How about a Reformed Baptist church that does this on the regular? Oh, Reformed Baptist church that does. Like really Reformed Baptist church. Really, really Reformed. You've been there. I've, I've been there. Been We've there. been there together. Together. It has a great name. Uh, we, we both flew there. We flew In there. first class. Oh, oh uh, what's his name in Wellington? Yeah, Michael yeah. Beck, Gracenet. Yeah. Gracenet does it? Gracenet does it. They pray for other churches in their service. They've prayed for us. Wow. Pray oh, for- you know what? You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, now you remember. Like, we should be doing this. And I think sometimes we're so focused on ourselves. We're so focused yeah. on, you know, uh, us or even just people, churches that are just like us. So, like, we're not going to pray for that church over there because, you know, they're more seeker. Yeah. Why, why pray for that? Yeah, we have a different missiology. We have different, you know, focus and, and mm-hmm. or we're reformed. They're not. And yeah. So, you know, obviously the spirit of God is here with us and not over there. He ain't got time for that. He ain't got time for over there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, it's sad because, look, okay, so obviously when we're praying for other churches, uh, there's a lot that we could be praying for, right? Um, we're, we're, we're certainly praying uh, for the good and prosperity of these churches, right? Now, that doesn't just mean that they would have a lot of money and a rocking service. What it means is, is that God would provide for them all that they need to flourish as churches. And that includes that, you know, growth and purity of doctrine. Yep. Right? It, it includes a strengthening of their faith and piety. Uh, it, it, it means, yeah, yes, that they would have enough money to carry on the work of ministry and be generous to other churches. It means a lot of things. It's not just one thing. So you can actually pray for any church that holds to the gospel. And even if they're different from you, you can actually pray for their good and should. In fact, as a Baptist, it, it, it should be built into your DNA. As a Reformed Baptist, you have no excuse not to because it's in the confession, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's right there, paragraph 14. Yeah, and I think, you know, what we're, like you said, Joe, there's this uh, aspect of needing to kind of look beyond ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Looking beyond ourselves uh, into our communities and not just those around us that we agree with, but those that we uh, disagree with. And I think that's that's one of the benefits of furthering one's education, right? Yeah. Is interacting with different viewpoints mm-hmm. and uh, uh, even just belief systems, right? Like not belief systems, but more of like the nuances traditions. of doctrine, traditions. Yeah, right. You know, and that's what you find at seminaries. That when when I was at seminary, like first I went to Moody, which was pretty non-denominational. People from Pres- Presbyterians, Baptists, non-denoms, everybody was there. And then I went to a, to a seminary afterwards, and even there, they, they had people from different tribes, not just Southern Baptists. And this is one of the reasons why we're so honored that Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary is sponsoring the podcast for this month, because 
whether you are working uh, you know, through their online courses or you're there on campus, they have a lot of opportunities and a lot of tracks to take because Southeastern understands that the ministry landscape is changing. Uh, more and more pastors need to be equipped with not just theological training, but also job skills so that they can make a living wherever God calls them. So Southeastern Seminary has created the MDiv MBA in just four years, you can graduate from a theologically rigorous MDiv program at Southern and have the practical job skills of an MBA. Hmm. They've got leading Baptist scholars like Bruce Ashford, uh, Ben Merkel, John Hammett. Uh, so there's really no better time than to start your theological training than today. You can get all of the details at sebts.edu, sebts.edu, hmm. or you can follow the link in our show notes. That'll take you directly where you need to go to find out everything you need to know about the MDiv MBA. Boom. So, Jimmy, if you wanted somebody to pray for Redeemer, mm-hmm. we'll just think, we, we, don't, we don't have any notes, we're just talking through yeah, these yeah. things. So, I'm throwing this at you. Okay. If somebody said, how, catch can, it. how can we be praying for Redeemer? What are some of the things that you would say, pray for this? Yeah, I mean, I would be praying um, for a number of things. I think one of the things that, uh, well, I'm just going to go with the stuff I pray for. Stalling. Uh, no, no, no. You're stalling. For, stop now! Now I have to stall. <laughs> uh, one of the things I, I do pray for is one: I want to see our people uh, grow in their relationship. Right? I want to see them grow in their relationship with Christ mm-hmm. uh, first and foremost. I want to see them fall uh, deeper in love with Him. I want them to uh, abandon their sin. And I want them to cling to Christ, and that's what I pray for myself as well. Um, there, there's a number of families that are struggling uh, financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I want our, I, I want to be praying for our people in that, right? Uh, people that are struggling financially, uh, spiritually, uh, in, in, relationally, yeah. uh, with each other. I want, I want to be praying for those, uh, for those individuals. And I mean, because of the, you know, because of the position God has me here, I, you know, I'm, I'm more privy to that, right? Um, but yeah, I, I, I want to pray for those people that are struggling. Mm. That's good. I mean, because when you think about it, sometimes we just think about churches as an organization, yeah, right, or an institution, and you, it, it's easy to forget. Like there are people in that church that, that so the church needs prayer, meaning the yeah. people need the support of other churches praying for them as well. Though I will say, last night at CG, um, Cliff, Cliff talked about praying for the elders, praying for the leadership of the church. That's very, you kind. know, as they uh, as they minister uh, to. And, and shepherd, you know, the, the flock, uh, knowing, I think, the, the task that the Lord has for us, you know? Do you, you use Zoom for your yeah. small groups yep. right now? Now, um, oh, man. Last, I, last time we were talking mm-hmm. on the phone, you had said, uh, I think it was yesterday, you were like, yeah, yesterday was a bad day. Yep. You said, the one good thing is, yes. is I now have a good background, uh, mm-hmm. you know, one of those green screen backgrounds that you can use. At your small group, why don't you explain to everybody what your what your background was that you used the art the fake background that you put up behind so you? My virtual background, like on Zoom, you can go ahead and put up like a video. I have an idea for a video I'm going to do as well. It's going to be fantastic. Like Brian was using the the, the X wing the X wing fighter. Oh yeah, 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 X wing, yeah, from yeah. Star Wars. Just R two D in the back. So what did you do? So I uh, have a photo of uh, Greg and Allison Earl's uh, bed. Okay. And it was taken at a, at a viewpoint that went up towards their uh, headboard. Okay. With they have this sign that says like "Always kiss me good night" at the above their bed. So every time we zoom with them, they're in their bed. Okay. Right? And so I was like during oh, small group, during small yeah DG in, in, CG yeah, inappropriate. Go ahead. Well, no, it's like a quiet spot. The kids are all are downstairs. they under the covers? 
No. Okay, then it's fine. above the cuff. That is most of the time. Oh, okay. And so, um, so yeah, that's uh, so when Michelle and I were sitting next to each other, it looked like I'm, I'm going to give it to you. It looked like yep. it was absolutely <laughs> perfect. Like we were so they were in their bed, bed, but you were also in their we, bed. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and we were like, uh, like Cal, Cal and Paige were like, where, where are you at? I'm like, oh no, you know, we're just kicking it. And Paige is like, that's that's the Earl's bedroom. <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about here? Oh, yeah, we're talking about um, how we pray for people. So I think, you know, if when people ask me how can we pray for Redeemer, it sort of changes. It sort of depends on what's on my mind yeah, or what's yeah. on my heart at, at any given time. And even what's going through, what's going on yeah. within the life of the church, right? right? Because it, things change. Things do develop. And one of the more common things is that, that, that God would keep us united as a people yeah. and focused on the mission. Right, I like, like that. that's, I love that. So when I pray for churches, that's one of the things. I pray that the people would be united, you know, united in in their faith, united in their love for each other, um, and focused on the mission. Because it's so easy to be distracted by other things. If you're fo- if you know the mission is to make disciples as disciples, right? If it's that we would, yeah yeah we would follow Christ together, then you know, there's a lot of things that you can sort of let go of and not be so worked up over. So I, yeah, I, that's something that you know I think of when I, people ask how can we pray for the church hmm. and ask how they can pray for me it's always different stuff but um yeah that's that's one of the one of the things that that i think about and um so i mean and if if you don't know what to pray for people specifically well the confession actually kind of walks through hmm. this right like that um that we'd be praying uh for the pros- good and prosperity of all these churches um to further everyone within the bounds of their places and callings and the exercise of their gifts. So you can pray for the spiritual gifts to be exercised in, in people's lives and, you know, for them to know them and then to use them um, so that the churches, when planted by the providence of God, so as they may enjoy opportunity and advantage of it, to hold communion among themselves uh, for their peace, increase of love, and mutual edification. So it's all the stuff that we've been talking about. I just want to point out the 1689 talks about church planting. Mm. See that when planted by the providence yep. of God. Yep, there mm-hmm. it is. Church planting before it was cool. This is the oh. ultimate hipster confession right here. <laughs> we were we were planting before it was cool, everybody. Mm. Yeah, love that. Before uh, it was a strategy. Yeah, before it was uh the the thing to do. Mm. You know, because like people didn't want to go to no, people didn't. People stopped wanting to be youth pastors. That's yeah. what happened because that was the thing to do, right? Oh yeah, I'm a believer. Must become a youth pastor and then you know work my rank, you know work up through the ranks to get to senior pastor. Yeah, nobody would trust me with the youth, so I was that was never an option for me. Wow. I had to go straight to planting because I couldn't go to a regular church either. Oh no, because no, like, no, they no, ain't no. gonna have me either. No, I had to plant no, a no, church. No. Yeah. That's how that works. Yeah, it, it yeah. set the ethos. Say this yeah. is the way it's gonna be. I mean, the first Baptist Church of St. Charles, they were ready to bring me in. Uh, sort of a, as an associate to go and plant a church, mm. right? But they brought you in to get you out. That's right. Yeah, don't don't come in here and mess up this stuff. You mess up your own thing. That's what that was all about. Jimmy, I would like to know. Um, maybe one of the things we can do is we can ask our listeners to to say, "Hey, give us a, a shout out. Let us know the name of your church." Yeah, and we will pray for you guys this week. Absolutely, I'd love that. We'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Diva or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Later.